It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jonathan Taylor has been granted permission to seek a trade. Who are the candidates and what does this contract extension look like? We're breaking that down today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Joe, just when you thought we kind of knew what our weekly programming was going to mm. look like. Uh, we sat down. We we spent a significant amount of time brainstorming. You know, there's week zero college football. We're going to do takes on takes this week. Okay, we got a two days. How do we want to fill it? We have a couple back and forth. So we feel really good about it. Boom. Jonathan Taylor has been granted permission to seek a trade. Obviously, that holdout situation or hold in situation has been volatile since the Colts reported to training camp almost, uh, I guess, really a month ago. And now we have a major rabbit hole to go down here on the show. We're going to go down the rabbit hole. We're going to look at these teams. We're going to figure out who should be in the mix, who should not be in the mix, talk about what the extension looks like. And by the end of this, I think we're going to figure out what team Jonathan Taylor is going to play for next. So at least we'll have a short list. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. That was, but that was a nice tease, right? Come yes, on. Yes. Yes. Uh, Squashed so we, it right when away. We, when we cut the promo for the show, we'll stop before I clarified it's going to be a short list. You, you squashed that quicker than Stefan Diggs squashed Stefan or Stephen A. Smith's uh, erroneous claims yesterday. You know what I mean? I'll be keeping my comment to myself. <laughs> I'm just surprised that wasn't locked on bills today. It was, you know, trade partners for Stefan yeah. Diggs. Since yeah, never, never gave up. it a thought. Never gave it a single thought. <laughs> All right, so our first objective is we're going to go through all 31 teams, right? And what lens are we asking the question yes or no with Jonathan Taylor too? Is it is he an upgrade? Should they be interested? Are they in a team life cycle to be in a position to make the acquisition? Like how do you, how do you want to package that? Just think about it all. But I, I don't know, Kyle, you said 31 teams. Let's think about all 32. I think the Indianapolis Colts would would be well-served to have Jonathan Taylor as their running back to go with Anthony Richardson and have uh, this running game to lean on as they acclimate to a new franchise quarterback. But, uh, you know. If they're, if they're planning on keeping him beyond this year, yes. But if, if, the, if 
they are not intent on paying him. If they are intent on not paying him, then it right. makes no sense to keep him. Right. I get that. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I think Jonathan Taylor's probably looking at this himself like, man, I don't know about this Jim Mercer guy. I'm not sure about some of this roster construction. This Chris Ballard guy has been a little reluctant to really spend money and, and you know, do what he needs to do to get us over the hump. We've had a different quarterback every year that I've been here. You know, I, I kind of get it from JT's perspective. Go somewhere. He's got this is his big opportunity to get that big payday. And uh, he's certainly positioning himself to do that. Yeah, well, he's going to go for it. Just yep. put it that way. He's going to go for it. And we are going to go for it. Let's start Let's start backwards. You can do the NFC West and work our way back. Sure, as long as you are the master of ceremonies. I'll, well, I, I'll have the, I, have, I have the keys to the car here. All right. So good. we are. it's effectively smash or pass, right? Oh, all right. And I'm just going to say the team, we're going to acknowledge, yes, this would make sense for them to explore or no. Okay. The San Francisco 49ers. No. No. I agree. The Seattle Seahawks with their two day two no. draft picks in the last two seasons. No. no, I agree with you wholeheartedly. The Los Angeles Rams. Yes. Really? Yeah. Why not? Cam, first of all, you love the trade. Cam Akers, you're starting running back. I mean, you don't tell me. I mean, come on. From there's got to be life, from a team life cycle perspective with the Rams flushing all this out of the system. They're going to have to make a transition man. for a quarterback at some point here in the recent future. And you're going to trade meaningful assets when you haven't made any draft picks in the top. You don't think this is a possibility. This team loves star power, man. I will put them down as a yes, but it is very begrudged. If I was less need, I just feel it flies completely in the face of everything else you did this offseason. But I digress. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. Young so football team. Need some type of identity. Offensive. What's the offensive line look like? We're working on it. I'm just saying it's got to be a, it's right. got to be a, you, a consideration. You can pick one: Rams or Cardinals. I, I won't both. put I won't put them both down. You don't think it's logical for both of those teams to be I in this conversation? Is, I do not think it is logical for the Arizona Cardinals how bad that roster is because you said in the pre-show this is a four-year window to maximize Jonathan Taylor. What are the Cardinals going to do in year one uh, and year stuff two? Stuff happens that quick, window? man. What are they going to do in year one and year two of a four-year I think it's reasonable. Cardinals are a no. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Okay. I will agree with you here because of how wide open that division is. The Carolina Panthers. No. Why not, Joe? Wide open division? Sure, put them down. Miles Sanders, not that good. You know, he got a physical offensive line, young quarterback. Put them down. I think think the barricade for for Carolina is the – Draft capital? Not even the draft capital, although it, it is worth considering that they sent away draft picks for, for this trade up to number one. It's also the component of the contract that they gave Miles Sanders. I would agree. That's why I said it's no a, originally, but. Right. So they're, they're no. I, they're, they're no. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. No. Have Alvin Kamara currently under contract. Just paid Jamal Williams. Just drafted Kendra Miller, who they like. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons. No, no, just to use the top 10 pick on B. John Robinson. Okay. The Minnesota Vikings. Yes. I agree. Are you at all worried that that is another team in which it flies in the face of everything else that they have done this offseason? No, I mean, I understand why you would say that, but I mean, we're talking about acquiring a, a 24 year old superstar, not moving on from veterans that have become stale on your roster. 
it's an addition. I mean, they, they think, traded think, for TJ Hawkinson. I think that kind yeah. of falls in line with okay. that type of stuff. Okay. That that I think that's the best argument that you gave because it's like, well, Quessy's very analytically driven, right? But if you're going to take draft capital and and go get a tight end, and they've they've done that, I think that well, that's a a great point to invoke. But a blanket statement that I would make over this entire conversation is I I think very few teams actually should be in this mix, right? Like in terms of w- the way that I perceive it, like uh, that that's very different than okay, I think they could be in the mix. Okay, okay. So we're saying yes for Minnesota. I I yes for me. Uh, Detroit. No. We'll just use Jameer Gibbs. Obviously, big big visions for him. Uh, and David Montgomery got a, a decent sized contract as well. That's your uh, the, the Green Bay Packers. No. Nope. Y'all y'all are set. Yep. Uh Chicago Bears. I have this down for a yes. I have this down for a yes as well. Uh the Philadelphia Eagles. No. Can you sell me why it should be a no? Well, I don't know. I think it's just an expensive roster and and funneling money towards the running back position doesn't really align with the way that they've approached building this football team. I, I think for them it would make sense because of the skill set, the player, Jalen Hurts, the bat, all of that. It's exciting. So, let, so let's put them down as a yes then, because that's what segments two and three are all about. Sure. Is picks, okay. picks and money, right? Okay. Dallas Cowboys. Yes. The New York Giants. <laughs> Probably just stay away from expensive running backs. Yeah, right now. I, I, <laughs> the I think they've, they've done enough. <laughs> uh, the Washington Commanders. This was a hard one for me. I, I think it might be a soft yes. Okay. Put them as a yes. Uh, the Denver Broncos. No. No. I agree. The Las Vegas Raiders. No. No. You, got you, the got Josh own, thing you already got your own problem. You got to figure that one out. Uh, the Chargers. I don't think so, but I could maybe be sold here. I think the the biggest blockade with the Chargers is they have a lot of really bloated salary cap hits long term. Now, they also have Austin Eckler. This Jonathan Taylor, this Zeke Elliott to Eckler being the Tony Pollard of Kellen Moore's offense. I think it gets kind of interesting. Yeah, like in a non-limited resource environment. Okay, yeah, that sounds really exciting, right? Jonathan well, Taylor's probably going to elevate any team, but so we'll put, him of... down, we'll put him down as a yes. Okay, can't see cheese. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I would say so as well. The Houston Texans. No, no. The Indianapolis Colts. Yes. The Tennessee Titans. No. <laughs> no. Uh, the Jaguars. Man, they love Tank Bigsby. Yeah. Well, and so, so you have ETN as a first-round pick. Yeah, you have Bigsby as a day-two investment that they've made. They like, yeah. I think they're kind of set. So I, I'd probably say no there. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, no. no. The Pittsburgh Steelers, no. Jalen Warren, baby. Why? What are we talking about here? Hmm. Uh, I have a feeling we're gonna have a yes here for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Not fun to play against, but a lot of fun. <laughs> right. Baltimore. Nobody needs uh, that. The Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think so. I and I think the the biggest issue there is you have these looming contracts that you already have to give out, and they've already talked about desiring keeping the current core together. And you just had a running back that took a pay cut to stay here. Right now, you're going to go out and trade a premium draft capital pick to yeah, get another right. running back and preempt paying 
T. Higgins right. to pay Jonathan Taylor? I think it's a no. Uh, the New England Patriots. No. Zeke Stevenson, Elliott. Zeke, yeah, they kind of got their path. Uh, the New York Jets after signing Dalvin Cook. Nope. And then our two teams, the Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins. Which order? One at a time. Uh, the, the Miami Dolphins. I guess. Yes. And I also think the Bills are yes. Gross. I understand your personal Absolutely stance. Gross. I understand your personal stance. That gives us the Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Colts as the incumbents here. Chiefs and Chargers in the AFC, which is six teams. And then you have Philadelphia, Dallas, Washington, Minnesota, Chicago, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles Rams, which is seven teams in the NFC. So it's almost half the league is like you can make a pretty firm argument that's not conflicting with their current status at the position or their current trajectory as a football team that should at least be mildly interesting. Kyle, maybe you're a team that's going to trade for Jonathan Taylor and you're a fan and you want to buy tickets to go see Jonathan Taylor play for the new team. Well, you got to check out game time. You know, sometimes buying tickets for your favorite events is stressful, but it really shouldn't be. Game time, it is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. And with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting excited for the fun that you're going to have. Folks, this app is awesome. They have flash deals. They have last-minute tickets. They also give you images of the seats so that you know exactly what's, you know, what your view is going to be like when you get to the venue and um, the prices are great. Everything is super easy to navigate. Check it out. And like I said, you get those images of the tickets, but they're also sent directly to your phone. So you don't have to, like dig through emails to find your tickets. It's super, super convenient. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So now we started NFC West and worked our way through. Now we'll serpentine it. We'll start with the Bills and come our way back. How many teams are on this list? It's 13. Good Lord. And you didn't even let me have one of the teams I wanted. Correct. Wow. And, and well, I, I think you could also make an argument with where the Washington commanders are as well, that they're probably a no, or they, 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 they should be a no. Um, so I think, I think roughly you're looking at a dozen teams. You could go a dozen to 15, 12 to 15 teams. I think you could make a, a pretty interesting argument for, but we have 13 for now. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, what is that? A ba- Is that a Baker's dozen? That's a Baker just doesn't, right? Is, 13? is that 13? Seven? I don't, is it, dude, I don't, I'm asking you. I don't know anything about it. I've heard the phrase. I never knew what it meant. Does it mean 12? Does it mean 11? 13? I don't know. 
no well, idea it, what that means. Baker's dozen is thirteen. Yes, so we have uh, a I Baker's like when, dozen of NFL franchises. I like when I order a Baker's dozen of uh, wings and they give me that thirteenth wing and not a twelfth. Sneak it in. Keep there, keep right? the donut to yourself. I'll take the wing. So, can we agree the Colts are not going to get a one for Jonathan Taylor? Uh, Holder, well, Holder. this is the team that gave up a one for Trent Richardson. So I understand that, but the Colts, according to I believe it was Stephen Holder of ESPN, who has been all over this entire story the entire time, so tip tip the hat to him, has said the Colts are looking for a one or assets equal to a one in order to trade Jonathan Taylor. Some teams might be like if you're the Bills, okay. And you're probably going to be picking in the pack 25% of the first round. You're mm-hmm. probably like, that's different than the conversation that we might have for a different team. Like Tampa or Washington. Sure. Right. Or Chicago or yeah. One of those types of teams. So maybe you are a certain teams that may make more sense for. Um, so. Maybe. So really what, what it, what it boils down to is this. Uh, I think we look at the Baker's dozen and we say, from a draft capital perspective, what they have. And then we try to, if we have time at the end, kind of come to what we would utilize draft capital. What ca- what draft capital we would use. Okay. Okay. So the Bills, you're making the argument they would be, they are probably picking 24th or later in the first round. Yep. So that would qualify them as having sufficient draft capital. Yeah, and I think that I think they might have a player that interests the the Colts as well. Oh yeah, Kyer Elam. I think that's a player that that's that's the that's your dangle. I guess I, I don't I don't want any of this to happen, but um, I think that's a player that maybe be expendable. You you could talk yourself into it. I think the challenge with the Bills is, I mean, they give their lead running back between 175 and 220 touches. Um, they're not mm-hmm. a team that prioritizes running the football. I don't think this type of investment not only to part with assets to get the player, but also commit the cap space to the player moving forward. I don't, I don't know if this makes a lot of sense for the bills. Okay. Uh, but they have, but they have the draft cap. I think they can do it. Yeah. If they want to do it, they can do it. And they've done business with the Colts quite a bit. They've done several trades with the Colts. Okay. The dolphins have a one, a two, and then their next pick is a five. So that's the barrier for Miami is you have a little bit less wiggle room. The four was a part of the Bradley Chubb trade. The three was forfeited by Stephen Ross uh, for the tampering allegations that came out last August. So um, I also think there's a few players that Miami could dangle. Um, They could potentially send a running back back, whether that be uh, Jeff Wilson, I think is a stylistically similar player. He's less appealing as than what Kyrie Lin would be. Uh, They need edge help. They need wide receiver help. The Dolphins have Emmanuel Agba, Andrew Van Ginkle. They have Cedric Wilson at wide receiver. I think they need help at wide receiver. So there's, if you wanted a rookie contract player, Eric Ezukama has been good in the preseason. Um, so I think there's some players, some young players Miami can dangle. Devon A. Chain, would the Colts want that kind of player? And, you know, you want a rookie contract type player? You probably would. Shane, I think Shane Sykes would be interested in that. So... I think Miami has some some players, but I think if Miami were to do it, you're either looking at a 2024 day two pick, which would be your two, and then a 2025 day two pick, or a meaningful player, a meaningful player that has multiple years yeah. left on their contract. 
I feel like the biggest challenge for Miami has to be, I know that they have, there's levers that they can pull to get cap space, but there's a, a several players that are contract extension ready, whether it's Christian Wilkins, Connor uh, Williams, Robert Hunt, off the top of my head, Javon Allen's coming up, Waddle's coming up, Tua. It's like, all right, is this where you want to to put some funds? I think that's kind of where you have to ask yourself that question. Phillips is going to have 15 sacks. You've told me that for a long time now. So you know what I mean? Like that's got to be a piece of this. Yeah, I think you're, you'd be surrendering an interior interior lineman, be that Zach Sealer, Rob Hunt, one. Yeah. You know, one of those two guys, Connor Williams. I think those are the kinds of the names that you know, if you go one for one with the contract, you you are probably saying goodbye to one of them long term. Now, you can make the argument a blue uh, a cornerstone player versus guys that are quality starters. You might make the argument, well, we're upgrading and it's going to be about the same price as what we pay and you're paying a better relative player at a relatively equal, less value position. I don't know. There's a whole debate there. We're not going to get into it. Uh, we have next the Baltimore Ravens. Do you think Baltimore falls into the send a one category? They they have all their picks this year and they have all their picks next year. I lied. They have they do not have their sixth next year, but that's it. I think that they would think about that. Um they also I think they like Melvin Gordon, who they signed. And not that he would prevent you from Jonathan Taylor, but I think they deserve to be in this mix because of the style of football that they play and just how dynamic that backfield of Jackson and Taylor would be. Yep. Uh, obviously the Colts, uh, there's not a draft capital conversation there, so they can advance to the next round of this conversation as well. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have all of their organic picks in rounds one through four. I think they're another team that sending a late one is a good argument for just because the threshold is probably pick 28, right? Like, well, yeah, and I mean, maybe they toss in Clyde edwards helaire too, just to kind of give him some some life. But um, I don't think the Chiefs need to do this. They, you know, I think Pacheco's a really exciting young player, but I don't think he makes you say no to JT. And obviously, they have to figure things out with Chris Jones. But there are so many levers that they can pull to create cap space. They got yeah. a ton of cap space next year as well. Uh, so I think that the Chiefs are very much a team that I think um, should be in this conversation. The last AFC team that we had was the Los Angeles Chargers. They have no pick swaps in any of the next three years. So rounds one through seven, each of the next three years, they're locked and loaded. I don't like this for the Chargers. Um, I think their roster is already kind of loaded with some heavy contracts. I think replenishing with young talent is probably a draft picks like rookie deal contributors is what I think that they need more of. Uh, they're going to have some expensive ex- extensions still to come here. Um, Does it have isn't, that. Isn't, isn't that a debate for what the dollars is in segment three though? Like from a kit, a picks perspective, they have the assets. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to tell everybody yeah. About our, our partners at eBay Motors, Motors and how Motors. they've teamed up with Locked On Fantasy yeah, Football yeah. host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. So whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Looking for a player to take in fantasy football drafts who will spark his new team's offense and help you speed to victory? Then use a luxury pick on Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley. 
Ridley has looked sleek during his first camp in Jacksonville and ready to rev up again after his time in Atlanta, taking full advantage of riding with rising star Trevor Lawrence as his quarterback. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with their vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it, and they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. So, fun fact about the Eagles with their draft capital, uh, they're all over the map. So, they have their first and second round pick. They have another second round pick courtesy of the trade with the Saints. So they have two twos next year. Mm -hmm. They do not have a three. It went to the Texans to trade up for Keely Ringo. They have a conditional four right now, but they might not have a four at all, depending on what Jalen Rager does from a production standpoint with Minnesota. He needs 40 receptions or 500 receiving yards or five touchdowns in 2022 or 2023. I don't look good. Right. So you're looking at Philly might have a one, two twos, and then nothing till the fifth round. At least you got two twos. I think they could they could do it if they wanted to. Correct. Correct. And I'm sure I'm, these teams that we're about to talk about, I'm sure that the Colts, part of them, would love to send him to the NFC. I'm sure they would. Right. But it's just it's worth acknowledging the two teams with the most complicated draft situation draft pick situation that we've covered thus far is Miami and Philadelphia for pursuing a trade based off of us not wanting to send a one for Jonathan Taylor. Unless you're like, yeah, we're going to play in the championship conference championship game at worst. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dallas has their organic picks in rounds one through four. And then they have a lot going on in the seventh round next year. They don't have picks in the fifth or sixth round. So they should be good with next year's immediate draft capital. And then in 2025, they have all their organic picks. So okay. they're a team that that's pretty stable. Uh, this is going to be a total guess on my part and what I have to type into the URL bar to get Washington to come up because it's uh, been, th th there's been some evolution in some websites reflected and some websites don't it's the commander. So we're good. They have all of their organic draft picks in each of the next two seasons for sure. They have a potential conditional pick swap with Pittsburgh for the William Jackson trade. I don't think that's going to happen because Jackson's gone. Yeah. So uh, they have all of their organic picks in each of the next two years as well. So they are in good shape. Minnesota, this one should be fun. What would you guess off the top of your head? <laughs> are Maybe. we in surplus? They've been they've been trading guys like crazy, moving around in the draft picks uh, in the draft. I don't, I have no idea what to expect here. So they have rounds one and two. They do not have a three. It belongs to Detroit for the Hawkinson. Mm -hmm. 
they have a four from Detroit as the Hawkinson trade. It was, so it was pick swap. Mm-hmm. And then they might have their five or it might go to Philly, depending on what happens with Jalen Rager. Okay. So they might have one, two and two, four. So they might have a one, two and a four. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the fifth round. They'll have assets to work with if they needed to. And then in 2025, their organic picks rounds one through four. So you would say they probably have the draft capital as well. Chicago's a team you know has yep. surplus. Yep. I'm not even going to pull it up. We, right. They traded out of the first overall pick. They've got extra picks. Yeah. Matt Aberfluss, he knows that uh, Jonathan Taylor guy. Right. That might be the most, from a schematic standpoint, that might be the most terrifying place for him to go. Oh, it's, dude, run blockers. And, and look, I like Khalil Herbert and who, uh, who uh, Deontay Foreman. Like, those are like some yeah. of my favorite backup running backs in the NFL. Right. And you put them in backup roles, they'll be really good. Right. right. Uh, Tampa Bay has organic picks in rounds one through four. Their five belongs to Philadelphia. Uh, they traded to go up and get Trey Palmer. And then they have all, all, the, all their organic picks in 2025. So they also have all of their picks, which just leaves the Rams. What do you think they look like? Who knows? I mean, at some point, they got to get their picks back. You can't. They haven't had that many trades recently. This is this is it. This is the year. They've got picks one through five. Wow. Welcome to the draft, Los Angeles. And then Rams. rounds one through seven in 2025. I uh, mean, they have two potential picks in round six. Well, they, they will have a round six pick as well, but it's either theirs or Denver's. There's a conditional pick that happened with the Bills with a day three trade last year. So the Bills will be picking up an extra six. So uh, the Rams have the draft capital as well. So there you go. So there's there's the draft capital. Everybody's got the picks to do it. I'd say Philadelphia and Miami are the most complicated. I think Minnesota not having a three kind of hurts because they're probably not a team that would be in a position to trade a one to. So what I did we eliminate anybody there? Um, I, I think if you were gonna put blockades on teams, those would probably be the three that I would say is is it's most complicated for and therefore it's maybe less likely. Right, but I I still think you can look. You said Miami, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Miami, Philadelphia, right. Minnesota, and I would eliminate Philadelphia just because I don't think from a team building philosophy that they're going to do it. All right, Miami, I think from a team building philosophy they will do it. Right, this has kind of been their their trend over the last couple of years. It's just a matter of if from a cap perspective they're willing to make that commitment to Jonathan Taylor and then figure it out from there with the rest of their guys. I think that's where it right. gets challenging for them. And oh, by the way, I think Raheem Mostert and, and, and Wilson and, and HN are perfectly good backs, but obviously Jonathan Taylor can really take this rushing offense to another level. And then you complement that with Waddle and Hill. And it's like, well, nobody wants to play the Dolphins. So I, I think that's the complicating thing with, with that, that stable of backs is Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. While I think they're competent backs, what kind of track record do they have of being historically reliable? Yeah, they're banged up guys. And what a chain's got a shoulder already. And he's small. already as a, yeah. as a smaller back. Yeah. Right. So, so I get it. I get it. Uh, so I, I I'd say if, if we're just going to eliminate a team, Philadelphia. Uh, and I know for a fact, Miami is, is, as at least called. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we would eliminate. I don't, I don't think you can eliminate them. Also. I wouldn't eliminate Miami. No. Uh, so let's do 2024 cap space. I'm going to give you the teams in the order of according to overthecap.com. So don't yell at us. It's according to overthecap.com. The order of these teams in descending order. 
So starting with the most, the Chicago Bears have $85 million in cap space projected for 2024. Come on, this is kind of adding up, isn't it? They got the capital, they Eber got the picks, Fluce. they got Eberflus, they got the identity. Justin Come on. Fields. Right, like what? All right. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts are second on this list with $73 million. Dude, they, they don't want to give any of that to JT, though. Just love sitting on piles of money it's, that we're it's not It's incredible. It's incredible. Ballard's been doing this for years. Uh, the next team in line is the Kansas City Chiefs with $52 million. Right. And As you said, just a plethora of ways to create. Oh, my God. Probably we haven't even touched Mahomes' contract yet, man. There, there's so much opportunity that they have for space. Minnesota, 50. <laughs> and Kirk, Kirk's in a contract year, too. So, like, yep. you, you might be transitioning to a young quarterback. In which case, so. that'd be, imagine Jonathan Taylor, Justin Jefferson, and <laughs> – TJ Hawkinson and Jordan Addison to throw the ball. Christian Darisaw, too. Darisaw up front. Yeah. They're, and they're, they're pretty young up front. Yeah. Pretty young up front. Okay, uh, next is the Rams of all teams with $47.8 million projected. Eventually had to come back, right? Right. Uh, Philadelphia, who we kind of axed in the last round, but it is a little open-ended, $47 million projected in cap space. So props to, to Howie. They've... They've navigated that tough year with all the void years, and they're going to get some some influx back. Uh, the Buccaneers with twenty seven million dollars in cap space projected right now. I think they got some old players that you could probably start to transition. They do. They also got to figure out something that quarterback, and they also need to f- extend C- Tristan Wirfs. Well, yeah, that's a twenty seven twenty six yeah, million dollar thing right there. So. Probably. Uh, so you're getting starting to get into a little bit of gray area. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, fifteen point six. I'm sure there's some levers they can pull. It's not a that's not eliminating them. You're you're not at a dire situation yeah. just yet. Uh, next, you have Dallas with nine hundred and forty four thousand dollars projected right now. Might get tough there. You got some extensions to hand well, out. Yeah, and you were already super leery about giving Zach Martin an extra four million dollars a yeah. season. I think that probably eliminates them. I think it's it it makes it less likely, right? Yeah. They they're now a a far less likely team. Never mind. There's from a Cowboys fan perspective, the Zeke Elliott PTSD that yeah, yeah another running it. back contract. Right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it too. Um, the Buffalo Bills negative twenty five million dollars in cap space. Scratch them off the list. I mean, what? Yeah, Joe's like, I'm not even going to make the case because I don't want it to happen. So <laughs> this gloss right over. I mean, how, how's, how's how's their levers? Oh, they got levers for sure. That's that's the not Josh a concern. Allen restructure is good for oh, probably thirty million dollars in gas. Yeah, they got all the, all of that stuff still exists. They've got they've got levers. They have extensions. They, they beans done done it all. But are you going to do it all to to get this running back? I don't know, man. I don't think they're going to. The Dolphins next with negative 32. Um, they're already in a position where we, we've kind of alluded to. They have some big money contracts to hand out. Uh, they're going to be transitioning away from a number of big money players. Uh, if they want to go the they, – they largely still have not touched void years. So that's the big thing for them with restructures. If they want to turn this into, hey, we're going to have a very defined five- to six-year window 
and then we know we're going to have to tear it down at the rainbow end of the rainbow, no matter what we want to go for it. They, it will not be prohibitive to them to do it, but it is more complicated and there's more long-term implications than the other teams that we've talked about this far. So it makes it less likely, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the charters at negative 50. Sorry. I mean, come on. They're already in a contract dispute with a running back. I don't know. Right. Right. So the teams that kind of cleared all the hurdles uh, with flying colors are Chicago, Indianapolis, um, Minnesota's up there, Kansas City is up there, and then you're kind of getting down into teams that have like middle of the pack cap space at their disposal. And what's with Chicago and Minnesota, those are also NFC teams. Right, so there's that extra feather in right. the cap. Jonathan Taylor, a bear? He's kind of an NFC North kind of player, right? I we'll think about Berman. All right. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Contract extension is going to be expensive. We didn't really get into yeah. this, but what sixteen million is what uh, McCaffrey's at? You'd have to. I mean, you're that's what we're that's what we're talking sixteen, seventeen million a season. I would guess. Do you think he, do you think he would take thirteen? That would put him third. That put him above Henry, below Kamara for third. Yeah. Chubb got twelve and a half, or twelve two. And Aaron when did Jones, he, when did when did that one sign? It's a couple of years ago. So I don't know. I think I think he's I think he wants the most. I think he wants 16 and a half. Man, there there is just such a wide strike zone between 15 and 12 and a half. Because Derrick Henry's third with 12 and a half. Chubb 12 2, Aaron Jones 11 5, and then what? Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, and Saquon Barkley on the franchise tag are tied for sixth. Can can I put you at fifteen five? Can I put you at fifteen one? Put you second place. I don't think it's less than thirteen. I think it's yeah. thirteen to seventeen is your. He, strike he's going to land at least third. So you're talking thirteen to seventeen million dollars per season. So being a team that's got fifty plus million dollars in cap space starting next year, like Minnesota and Chicago, is a really and Kansas City already. Kansas City already qualifies for that. Yeah, really nice Kansas City, you can see them giving up the one and being done with it. They they right. drafted they, Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round. They know they're picking in the last four picks, right? Like, there's no chance it's anything sure. else than that. Fun times to be an NFL fan. Never stops, that is man. Going to do it for us here on this episode of Locked On NFL Scouting. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make it a great rest of your day. We're out of here, and we will keep you posted as the Jonathan Taylor saga and the rest of this soap opera leading up to the 2023 NFL season unfolds. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. 
Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.